0: This is a presentation of Don Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, Episode 692, Bold is Beautiful. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2020. That's bit.ly slash atareads2020. Nearly $500,000 to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Finally, we are sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selections of vinyl figures, from pops to Dorps, rise rides to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash ATA. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azra. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maidros! The commander of the fell and master of demons, Death the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Ellie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the World of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medras. I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey, dude. How you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. Um, it, was a, it was a long weekend. I'm very tired,
1: but it was enjoyable. Well,
0: is it, it? It was an exhausting weekend, not a long weekend.
1: Yeah, sorry, exhausting weekend. Mean,
0: yeah. Okay, <laughs> but enjoyable. Because I'm like, was it a long weekend? I don't remember a long weekend. <laughs> Pretty sure it Friday and Monday.
1: Okay, yeah. So, so I used, so I used the wrong word. Sue me. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Uh. So yeah, I'm okay. Uh, it's, it's it was a weekend for sure. <laughs> uh, lots of stuff on the coming up and stuff going on. Uh, unfortunately, Allie could not be with us this week. Uh, she had some personal stuff going on, so um, we will hope to see her in a week or two uh, when things have gotten a little bit better on on the home front for her. And uh, sending her our thoughts and uh, her, our wishes that she returns to us soon with tales of. Happy things. Yep. Uh, so, um, what was your weekend out there, bud? Uh,
1: my weekend was pretty good. We uh, we returned to Ny'alotha uh, to get some of our guildies who had missed our AOTC kill, uh, their AOTC, so we managed to get that done. Um, <coughs> Nazoth still refuses to drop the things that he drops for me, which is unfortunate. Uh, I think... I think we still have, I think we have at least one person who has not gone to AOTC with us, who has been helping us throughout this raid tier. So we're gonna be killing him at least one more time. So hopefully I get him a sword. If not, then whatever. We won't be raiding. (coughs) Um, Outside of that, I did some more leveling up of some alts. I got, I, I jumped on my demon hunter over the weekend. To attempt to grind out to 120, I failed just because I was easily distracted by other stuff. Go figure. And then I, uh, well, here's the thing: I intended to log into the Alpha and finish up Revendreth, and then maybe, and then move on to Ardenweald. Um, some of the changes they've made to character customization led to me not doing that. And just, you you know that meme, where um, they've got a character creation screen so in depth that you spend like the first little while play, playing on the character customization screen. Yes. Yep. Definitely spent an hour in character customization, just going through different combos and seeing what I liked. And who knows? Maybe there maybe there's going to be a thing that makes me stay Dranai. Or. Or actually go to Oregon because when I transferred back to Alliance, Worgen was my first choice until defeat. Mm. But if, if there are some Worgen customizations that are good enough, that might help me overlook that whole thing. So I don't know, we'll see. Uh, that was about it, though. Just leveling, rating, and Alpha. How about you?
0: I discovered that I likely lost some mail. Again? Uh, didn't you
1: do that once yeah. recently?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about a month ago. Oh, rip. A month and like five days or so ago. Rip. Yeah, I'm not good about checking mail, man. Okay, here's what you do.
1: I I assume you've got somewhere to mark dates, like a calendar maybe. It may be not a physical one, but like on your phone. Mm -hmm. So just set a once-monthly reminder to go through your alts and check your mail.
0: Yeah, see, the thing is, is the alt that I lost mail on, or that I feel like I may have lost mail on, is the mule. Oh, no. That does all the auction posting. The reason I think I lost mail is I logged on one day, I think it might have been on Sunday. No, it was like midweek. And I was like, oh, well, let's check on the the mule. I mean, I I think it's been a couple weeks since I've been on there. And, uh, saw some mail that, uh, Right at the bottom of the list. That was uh, all words from being deleted. Oh no. So the the likelihood that that was the only mail that was there is unlikely. So th- there was likely mail that if I had logged in the night before, which I had been thinking, oh I should log in my alternate before. But I was like, no, nah, I'm tired. I just want to go to bed. I don't feel like logging log into WoW tonight. Um, I, I could have possibly saved more mail. If I if I'd done that, so
1: yeah. So here's what you do: you set a cal you set a calendar reminder five days before. Like remember remember yeah. to check your mail this week sometime.
0: Yeah, I I definitely need to set myself a reminder.
1: I'd say I'd say do a sticky note, but like don't I know I know from personal experience that sticky notes on your computer monitor don't help. No, no, not, they not because they get lost, because eventually they just become part of the background and you completely ignore them. And then when you have to ask somebody a question at work, they look at you like, you made a point of writing this down in a sticky note at some point. Like, no, I didn't. I remember that. And then I go back like, oh, yeah, there there, there it is. Right. Okay, well, I'm an idiot. Also, Cardfree points out that the Altaholic add-on has a prompt when you log in where it checks expiring mail.
0: Yes, it does uh, however, I have a lot of alts and it and a lot of add-ons so uh, it is one of the first things that alerts me when I log in. Unfortunately, there's like five add-ons that have a long list of stuff they put output when I log in as well. so I never see those Oh, uh,
1: yeah that would be a problem. See I don't have that problem with add-ons anymore I, I, I my list of add-ons, got pruned a lot in the transition over from Legion to BFA for the first couple months of BFA I was running pretty much a factory UI with the exception of Shadowed unit frames, Scada and Combuctor for
0: bags I, I will say Scada sounds like a really like a U app why is that just it sounds like a, a music style you listen to if it was a music style Well I do listen to ska. I enjoy ska. Exactly, my point exactly. Something about the
1: trumpets. I don't. I don't know the trumpets with the like kind of funky guitar and all that. I. I it just. It just gets me.
0: I. I believe I understand. There, there's lots of music styles that people would not expect me to listen to that I enjoy. So.
1: Oh man, yeah, I've got I've got a long list of that that we discovered on a on a Zoom. Music night thing that we did last week it was a lot of fun,
0: yeah, my work keeps talking about like doing stuff like after work kind of stuff, you know oh we'll, we'll you know have a have a have a drinks thing or we'll uh we'll have a food party or we'll play play games and it never happens,
1: yeah, that'll happen a lot too.
0: it's disappointing <laughs> really.
1: the music night thing we did was actually a lot of fun, so those of you who don't live in Canada. Um, we have this board called the CRTC uh, that that uh, governs all the broadcasters within the country, and one of their mandates is that, in the process of broadcasting throughout the day, at least thirty percent of your content needs to be needs to have a needs to be Canadian produced. Like somebody Canadian needs to be involved with that. So we call that CanCon, and we basically had a CanCon night where all the content was Canadian. It was, it was really cool checking out all those, all those different Canadian bands. Like, I, I did a bunch of local Winnipeg metal bands, because that's just my jam, but... Uh, that makes sense. We had a bunch of people who were also into the local Winnipeg metal scene, so it ended up being a lot of Winnipeg metal. I really enjoyed that. But anyway, that's that's not really WoW related, that's just something cool that I did.
0: <laughs> not really, no. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. Um, other than that, I uh, didn't do a lot in WoW. Uh, I did log into the alpha a bit, uh, played some Bastion content more, and uh, I may have made some more characters, and deleted some more characters. It, it, it was a complicated process.
1: Are you, you going to get into the other zones at all? You've been playing a lot of Bastion? I mean, I'm not, I'm one to talk, I've been playing a lot of Torghast, but <laughs> you gonna get into, are you planning on getting into the other zones at all?
0: Um, I might grab the characters I made for those zones and like Take them in there to see the early stuff, but I don't want to do too much.
1: Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the uh, unfortunate things about the position we're in, where like we have access to all this cool stuff, but I don't want to spoil all that story content right right, right away. I want to get you want to get some surprises. I mean, I have personally given up on, like I've given up that notion and just play through all through it all regardless. Like uh, yeah. it, when 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 I can when, the expansion allowed me to. I would play through the Horde side of things, because especially in uh, Legion and BFA, there were very different story points that the Horde hit that the Alliance didn't. So I got to experience at yeah. least the at least the the first patch of content for Horde.
0: Yeah.
1: But something tells me in BFA, that's in BFA, in Shadowlands, that will not be the case.
0: No, I think we're all going to experience the same content, pretty much.
1: Yeah, so you know, whatever.
0: It's going to be interesting, that's for sure.
1: Especially some of the uh, character, some of the characters we're running into. Some there are. We already know that we're going to be running into some alliance and alliance and horde figures. Yes, within. I
0: have heard some of the names mentioned um, in in various directions.
1: And uh, it should be interesting to see some characters' reactions to running into those people.
0: Yes, yes, there will be some very extreme reactions. Um, but let's uh, let's talk about our first sponsor, shall we? Alright, our first sponsor, of course, is the great folks at Funko. If you haven't heard of them by name, you've definitely seen their products. They make collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes of Diablo, and even more from outside the Blizzard universe like Firefly, Star Wars, and Sherlock. I look to highlight the Funko Pop each week. This week's Funko is one that, it, it's caught my eye for a while now. And I, I wanted to do it, but I wasn't sure how popular it would be among our audience. So uh, this is a line they did. F- I think it was in connection to the uh, the next Venom movie. It's Venom Doctor Strange.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I I didn't, I didn't notice it right away, but yeah, I see that.
0: Um, I think it looks really cool, but super creepy at the same time, which is I think it was exactly what it's supposed to do. So yeah,
1: that's just Venom for you.
0: Um, I do like it, though. It's pretty neat. Uh, They also have a Captain Marvel. They have Groot. I think I did Groot before. Um, There's lots of really neat neat looking ones. So, uh, definitely recommend checking that out if you are interested. Uh, I don't know when they're out, uh, but uh, the... uh, Oh, the only exclusive ones are ones I haven't done yet. So, uh, there's Green Goblin and... A Spider-Man version, but it's like a weird—I don't—I don't know which which era of Spider-Man it is. But uh, they have lots of ones, like there's a, a Venom, Punisher, Ultron, um, various Spider-Man ones. It's really interesting, actually. Uh, definitely recommend checking it out though um, if you see them in your stores or if you want to look online. Uh, of course, we do recommend that you check out their store. That's bitly/funkoata. Uh, the channel online shop use Shop 10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly dot slash Funko ATA, and use Shop 10 to save 10%. And we want to thank Funko for the support of the show. Alright, so <clears throat> this week and well we've
1: got three things coming up. We've got the Midsummer Festival, which actually started yesterday, June twenty first. I mentioned it last week. Felt felt it was appropriate to mention it again. Um of note, uh there has there's nothing new to the Midsummer Festival this year, so if you've already collected all the goodies, um, I mean, you can take advantage of the experience buff to add on to the existing experience buff for even faster leveling, which which I'm going to be doing. Makes sense. We've also got the Burning Crusade Time Walking event that goes from the from June 23rd to the 29th, and we've got the PvP Brawl Temple of Hot Magoo running from June 23rd to the 29th.
0: That's it. Alright. So uh there's a post uh on the Blizzard site. Um it was last Wednesday, Thursday, someone there. I can't remember exactly. But uh uh it was a post, I believe, by Kvex, um that are known to many as Randy Deluxe from the instance. Uh and he basically outlined something they wanted to inform players of, and that was uh, that recently Blizzard has submitted over 74,000 accounts for exploiting, botting, and cheating. Uh, I think this is great to hear. It's it's good to hear sometimes that Blizzard is still actively taking action against people who are doing bad stuff. Uh, sometimes we can forget. It, it can be easy to forget. Mm -hmm. that Blizzard is actively monitoring these things and working on these things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It looks as though these accounts specifically were from the Americas, Oceania, and Europe, so the Asian uh, population... The Asian servers didn't see any uh, suspensions, so these are the guys who are doing the monthly subs and all that, so this this happened over the course of the last month, and I guess they were doing the usual stuff, like... Farming using bots and all that other stuff. So not great. Thankfully they're gone. And uh Yeah. Just just don't cheat, guys. It's not it's 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 not so bad playing legitimately. I mean, yeah, you gotta accept that you're not gonna get some stuff, but you know what? You don't have to get everything.
0: Um they did say that like a lot of these were bot accounts, like they were literally just running a bot the entire time. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't, they didn't want to talk like, it can sometimes feel um, unrewarding when you see somebody who you feel is botting. You report them, and a week later they're still there. Or a couple weeks later, they're back. Um, and it can feel un unhelpful and unencouraging to, or yeah, discouraging, I guess, to, to feel like you're your efforts to try and report people doing bad things is not actually have an effect. Uh, they just say that mo- sometimes the, the players will recreate another character with the same exact name, and that's what you're seeing, the recreation of that character. That's been then power-leveled up to the point where it can actually be returning to the areas it was botting in before. So um, there's a lot of different balls in play here. Uh, it's not really as simple as, I report this player, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Um there's a lot of things that are involved there, um, but they do understand that they can't allow this and they are working hard to try and remove as many uh, cheaters as they can from the game.
1: Which is great. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Uh, no tolerance for cheating, people. If, you, if you're thinking of doing it, just don't. In any game. doesn't does Not just World of Warcraft. Any game is just not worth it to cheat. So let's talk about our next topic, I guess. All right, so uh, I mentioned during what's
1: coming up in WoW well this week that Burning Crusade Time Walking is running this week from the twenty third to the 29th. Um, but if you're a fan of Time Walking, you can look forward to four more weeks consecutively of Time Walking. So in addition to the normal weekly events, we're going to be seeing a total of five weeks of Time Walking. So that'll be, you know, Burning Crusade, Wrath of the Lich King, Cataclysm, Mists, and Warlords of Draenor. And they'll be coming in that order. Now, in addition to the five weeks of time walking uh, and the usual benefits that it provides, uh, you'll be getting a fifty uh, percent bonus to reputations earned from quests and creature kills for all the reputations associated with the with the corresponding expansion. So. Um... For BC time walking, you're you're doing all those all, all those quests and and rep farming. You're gonna get a fifty percent bonus, which is fantastic. So those of you who have neglected some of the previous rep grinds, you can go ahead and do that. If I'm if I'm understanding this correctly. That means those of you who have neglected the Nether Drake farm will uh will will see a bit of a decrease in the time it's gonna take you to finish it, which is great because those are great looking mounts. I still use those regularly. And apparently this reputation bonus will also apply to all future regularly scheduled time walking events. So we can look forward to this 50% increase for as long as it continues to do time walking event, which is really cool gives people an, an, a chance and a reason to go back and experience some of that old content that they may not necessarily have uh, bothered to do i know a lot of people are just a good, a good portion of people are just going through to level as quickly as possible and may have neglected some of that end game content from previous expansions so uh you'll have a chance to participate in that you'll have a chance and reason to participate in that and you'll gain rep a little bit faster Yay! Personally, I'm looking forward to uh, Pandaria* and Wrath of the Lich King. Those were some fantastic dungeons and I can't wait to do those all over again. It's also going to be a great time to be leveling alts because as long as you've got a character around around, uh, 58, you'll be able to participate in all these events and take advantage of both a reputation bonus and an experience bonus. And there's nothing wrong with that.
0: So the idea is: every week you spend time in the, dun- in, the, in the time walking dungeons to power your character up to that level, and then next week, you, the next week you power, go into the next expansion, right? Yeah. Okay. That's a she of going about it.
1: Yeah. So starting this week, if you've, got a, if you've got a character that's eligible for Burning Crusade time walking, so that'll be level fifty-eight, you'll be able to uh, power level exclusively using time walking for the next five weeks, and you should be. You should be able to do that pretty easily. And plus, that's five consecutive weeks of attempting and ultimately failing in, in a lot of cases to get that infinite time weaver dragon mount thing. So, yay. I'm looking forward to that. I'm not. I just really want the mount. What a guess. Really? I only complain about it almost every time time walking comes up. I know. Oh, was that sarcasm? That was probably sarcasm. A little bit. A little bit of okay, sarcasm right. there, yeah. But anyway, uh. if if, dunge- if dungeons are your thing, and uh, I know for some of you that is definitely your thing, you look you can look forward to to all of that for the next five weeks. In addition to the regularly scheduled um, weekly events, I know this week Brittany Crusade Time Walking had already been planned, so there's no bonus event this week. But for the next four, I believe, there should be other events that are going on
0: in game. So plenty of plenty of stuff to do and well. So uh move on to this topic here. Uh, did I mention why I was I was thinking I should check my my mule for auctions.
1: You did not mention that, no.
0: Well I saw a story about uh, some changes to auction housing, And uh, I thought, you know, I should I should check my mule and, and see what this is all about. Again. Thought, oh, I'm tired, I'll just go to battle, I'll, I'll do that another day. Oh no. Next day? I went and checked. There was a... I mean... there's I a check because I was reminded. Because they changed it. Uh, and uh, I'm glad I wasn't trying to do auction housing stuff. While it was fully in, fa- in, in, in effect. Because... Boy, is it unpleasant. Uh, so... Uh, about five days ago or so. So I guess Thursday of last week, I guess. Um... Blizzard did a uh update to the auction house to throttle all auction house operations um and it was really unpleasant uh so after a set number of uh auction house actions, all subsequent actions would re- would take four seconds oh um. When you're posting, like, 150 things, uh, a throttle starting at 20 is really hard. Yeah. Uh, they relax it eventually to, I think, 40 or 50 uh, before it does that, but it was really, really just driving me crazy when I was actually posting auctions. Uh, I don't know why they felt they needed to do this, Um I felt like some of the changes they've done to auction houses' expansion should have successfully avoided that being an issue, but apparently I'm wrong. Uh, Have you done any auction housing while this is in effect?
1: Yeah, I have done some auctioning uh, since it was implemented, and like, I'm not to to preface this. I'm not one of the guys who's buying and uh, posting. Dozens of auctions at a time. I'll go in and get my food, my pots, and my flasks for the week. And that's about it. Like Occasionally, I'll go in there and see if there's a cheap mount that I've been eyeing for a little bit that's available to me. Uh, so, I didn't really see these changes reflected. But I know during Raid, um, Stone was commenting on it that it was just apparently awful. Things were taking forever and... It was just not an enjoyable experience. So I'm glad to hear that those that these restrictions have been relaxed a little bit, not lifted entirely, Relaxed. relaxed. Um, I think what bothered me about this was like, I don't think there was, I don't remember seeing any notice about this change, which kind of sucks. And I mean, and by kind, I mean really, because you know there are people whose primary mode of gameplay is just playing the auction house, and it's it's helped by by these add-ons that are do, that are doing mass posts and mass buys. Uh, and while I understand tr- wanting to try to curb that to uh, be so it's less of a strain on the resources or whatever, but like you should have just talked about it at the very least. Let people know what was coming up.
0: Yeah. Like this is, this is something that I feel like Blizzard has done much better on than they used to. Um, and like other gaming companies that I interact with, um, one specifically coming to mind being Niantic. Um, Blizzard has done significantly better with communication. Uh, Niantic does not do well with communication. And I was kind of been like, man, if only Niantic was as good as Blizzard about communicating what they're doing and why they're doing stuff. And being upfront and honest with players. But they don't. And seeing Blizzard do something like this, like this is this is something I think Blizzard of old would have done.
1: No, I agree. I mean, recently they've been really good at the whole communication bit and that's been a nice and refreshing change, especially as you know, people in our position who are, you know, looking at this stuff and, and when they communicate with us pretty regularly.
0: Yeah. Um lack of communication from a company that you give a not a significant amount of money to on a weekly basis or monthly basis or annual basis and pay a significant amount of money when they release a new expansion, uh, lack, communica- lack of communication there definitely does not feel good. Um, so, to see Blizzard do a, oh, we di- we just did this, instead of, oh, we're going to do this, type post is very unfulfilling.
1: And hopefully it was just an example of them like just happening to drop the ball this time around, and they continue to be... They continue to be pretty communicative with us as they have been recently. I'm just hoping it's not a return to old, basically.
0: Definitely, uh, would be very unhappy to find that out. Because
1: it's the level of communication we've been seeing, especially recently, with uh, in terms of uh, the Alpha, like has been great. I mean, there's a lot of communication going on there. There's also lots of examples of them just taking the the player feedback seriously. We've seen that regarding uh, the tour guest soft timers and the customization options that were data mined and all that other stuff. So, hopefully, we continue to get more of that.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just communicate. I know it's not always easy. And sometimes you're communicating stuff that people just don't want to be hearing. But it is better in general for your player base to hear things beforehand than after the fact.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because then
0: it, then it makes them wonder why you didn't feel like you could tell them ahead of time, mm-hmm. to be frank. So hopefully, this will, the feedback they've gotten from the community, uh, some, of it, some of it definitely constructive and helpful versus strongly negative. Uh, hopefully that will help help Blizzard do better in the future.
1: Yeah, and what, like one example of them, you know, continuing to be com- open and communicating with us. And I can't believe I forgot to put this in the show notes. Uh, was um, a follow up statement to Activision Blizzard's uh, pledged four million dollar donations from last week so uh, Jalen Brack put out a uh, post regarding how exactly they're going to be taking action to support the black community in Blizzard games and that was a nice read you know they reiterated about the uh, about the donations and communicated some of the numbers in regards to um, player suspensions and all that other stuff and um you'll know, seeing their own uh, providing their own numbers in, in terms of uh reduction in poor behavior reports and more importantly reoffense. So in that post they outlined that there was like a 43% reduction in poor behavior reports, which is fantastic. And was, there was a 59% reduction in the reoffense rates. So you know, they while it may not be visible to the average trade chat uh, viewer that changes are being made and all, and and people, and that chat is being policed, I mean, they're, they're, that, that's a clear case of that stuff working, where there's a reduction in how often they're receiving the reports. Well, not, maybe not a clear case, because I mean, people could just be reporting less, too, I guess. But at the very least, it looks like things are going down, which is nice. And they also talked about uh, how they want to support Black-owned businesses and all that, and they're working to amplify the voices of Black content creators and influencers, which is great. They acknowledge the Juneteenth holiday, and they're working on HR practices to support a diverse, uh, a, a diverse
0: community. Community, yeah. Uh, and That's definitely good to have here. Uh, it's definitely good to have Blizzard and Activision uh, being one of those companies that steps up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to be honest; like seeing both Activision Blizzard and Niantic stepping up so well has made me very proud to be creating content in those two for those two for games that have been made those by, made by those two companies. Yeah, Um am really proud to be to be that. So,
1: and again, like, like that's and as as we said last week. I mean. They've had their faults in the past, mm-hmm. and we should continue to acknowledge them, but also continue to acknowledge that they're, they're, they're making steps in the right direction. And hopefully this is a thing. This is a, something that continues going forward. Although me being the Cynic, me being the Eternal Cynic, um, does not have my hopes for that. I'm still hoping for it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, let's talk about our next topic, shall we? All
1: right, so um, another week, another alpha build. And we got some good ones here, some some changes that have come to the joy of a certain warrior streamer that I, that I that is familiar to people who listen to the show. Uh, we've talked about him a few times, Desmephisto. Uh, if you've watched his stream or seen him talk on Twitter at all, you know that there's one thing he's very passionate about and, and hoping to see his return, and this latest alpha build has granted him his wish. So, one of the changes made in the alpha this week was the addition of single, single-minded single fury for Fury Warriors. So, for those of you not familiar, Fury Warriors, uh, at least in Legion and BFA, have been restricted to the Titan's Grip thing, which means using two two-handed weapons. Uh, single-minded fury gives Fury Warriors the option to equip two one-handed weapons with a... Uh, which will allow which will give them an increase in movement speed and attack power just to kind of like the, the attack power just to make up for the sheer numbers that they'll be lacking in terms of equipable weapons I believe it's an eight percent increase yeah, so it's an 8% increase of damage, and they also get a 5% movement speed bonus, which I guess, you know, is kind of just like a flavor thing. They're not carrying two gigantic screw-off weapons anymore, so they can move a bit faster. Cool. Some other some other things that I've, that, that I've seen a big enough change to The Blue Post was Warlock. I won't go into too much detail on all those, because there's a bunch of them, and I honestly, I don't understand them, having not played a Warlock all that well. But one thing that is going to make some people happy, especially those of you who like to utilize the Demonic Gateway uh, in raids, is that one thing you may notice is when your warlock dies, Demonic Gateway kind of just disappears. Uh, that, abo- that, that makes w- sense. Yeah, that will not be the case anymore. Instead, it will just slowly fade away once it's close to despawning. There's also some mind legendary powers. Again, we won't go into too much detail on those. To sum it up quickly, there are uh some old legion legendary effects and old tier bo- old tier set bonuses along with some artifact traits from BFA and uh Legion and some of the torghast anima powers that we've come to see throughout the alpha process will be uh added to some legendaries maybe it's not 100% clear yet but it's looking likely that that is the case but keep in mind this is all alpha so things are subject to change uh, but the big thing, the big thing that's had a lot of people really excited in terms of Shadowlands c- Alpha content is, uh, is character customization, which we alluded to earlier in the sh- in the show. So, uh, we're seeing a whole bunch of different character customization options available to us. Um, we talked a little bit last week about Torin having flowers in their hair, which is really cool. Uh uh Draenei and night elves have seen some additions as well so uh and worgen <coughs> night elves have the option to put like leaves in their hair because you know they, they sleep in the trees there's going to be leaves stuck in their hair inevitably along with different hairstyle options bald is something that's available to a bunch of the i'm not sure if it's all but a good chunk of the uh race gender combinations have the bald option available to them so i think the only one that i was aware of for female for the female characters was for dark iron dwarf which is the what i use on my paladin but um some of the examples they showed off were uh um, i believe night elves trolls those those are just some of those options so if you're if you're if you're into rocking that bald look um, you're, you're gonna be able to do that in game too, if you so choose. Uh, Draenei also saw some new customizations, uh, in the form of ears, or not ears, horns. So they got a bunch of new horn stuff, and, uh, one thing that I wasn't really expecting to see, but it's kinda cool that they put included that now, is you can customize your tail as a Draenei. And and it's not just as simple as, like, adding, like, jewelry or whatever, when, and that, don't get me wrong, there are some... There are some instances of that, but you can also increase the length and width of your tail if you so choose. It feels like they're really putting a lot of time into expanding the character customization options available to us, and I am all for it. The Worgen has some some great-looking ones, too, so they can be, like, tricolored, I think. I'm pretty sure I saw that. Um, Or or you can rock that Gen look if you just want to be the White Wolf you cosplay again in game basically like you get, you get the scars on your muzzle and be all white it's it, it looks great in addition to all that we we saw we saw the um updates to the character customization screen which is it's not something that I ever thought about wanting but now that it's there it's really cool especially for somebody like me right now who's using the alpha to trial run different races to play as on my fury warrior because uh basically when you're in the character creation screen and you're going through the whole selection of race and class um it'll preview uh, some different stances and poses that are typical to that class with the race and gender option that you've chosen so it means i can go through all the fury warrior com- uh, combinations and figure out which one looks the best in terms of just standing with your weapons ready which is kind of cool. There are some heavy, heavy spoiler, heavy, heavy spoiler stuff in regards to, uh, I don't even want to name the characters. Should I name the characters? Well, we know, th- we know their are focal points in, in Shadowlands, so I don't think it'll hurt. Yeah, okay. So if you're, if you're, if you're endeavoring to avoid spoilers at all, do not click on any post that mentions Nathanos or Matthias Shaw. Because they will be rife with them, and boy, there are some doozies. Um, but if if you're if you're itching to find out, if you're itching to get an idea of what we can expect uh, coming sh- coming in Shadowlands, just go ahead and click that. There, are like I said, there's some interesting things there, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, Medros, you see any dynamite stuff that particularly piqued your interest?
0: Uh, no, I avoided it like the plague because of spoilers and I don't want really to spoil. Fair.
1: What about what about any of the customization stuff or any of the other non-spoilery bits?
0: I do like some of the customizations. Um, I know that a lot of people for a long time have been asking for um, more in-depth customizations. Stuff like uh, a f- fat human, uh, thin culturin, um like, basically, like, More customization, akin to what other games have that are on par with WoW in gameplay, but which have far richer customizations. And um, I've seen a lot of people saying how much they're enjoying that those options and those capacities to customize their characters, uh, or at least closer to that. Um, You know, we're not we don't have a a bar for um, you know minute changes like. Uh, thin versus fat or stuff like that, but we have a lot more, and so improvements are good, but there's a lot more to go. Um, I don't think I'd ever play a bald character uh, because I like my hair too much, and um, playing a bald character would be like accepting that that someday I may be, so I I couldn't do it.
1: Man, meanwhile, here I am today contemplating over Twitter if I'm going to shave my head. Still might. I haven't decided yet. It, it, my hair is just really starting to annoy me. Uh, one other thing that came up with the with this latest alpha build is druids. We were able to see just exactly how customizing customizing your wild shape forms is going to look like. So as we mentioned last week, it's going to be in the barber, and you'll be able to choose um, different features for your wild shaped forms. Now again, you're only going to be able to pick the glyph versions of those things like the doe form for example if you uh actually have that glyph so if you want to choose that go grab one from the auction house once you do that you'll be fine and of course you'll be able to select from your different other artifact skin options which is pretty cool those are some of the things that we can look forward to uh checking out over the next couple over the next week or so in uh in in the alpha
0: yeah, there is lots of spoilery stuff, of course.
1: Yeah, but I think that about wraps us up for news this week. So now I'm going to go ahead and talk about our second sponsor. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week, we're going to take a look at the Percy Jackson series, starting with Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Let's have a listen.
2: From her first day, Mrs. Dodds loved Nancy Boba Fett and figured I was Devil Spawn. She would point her crooked finger at me and say, Now, honey, real sweet, and I knew I was going to get after-school detention for a month. One time, after she'd made me erase answers out of old math workbooks until midnight, I told Grover I didn't think Mrs. Dodds was human. He looked at me real serious and said, You're absolutely right. Mr. Brunner kept talking about Greek funeral art. Finally, Nancy Bobufit snickered something about the naked guy and the steela, and I turned around and said, Will you shut up? It came out louder than I meant it to. The whole group laughed. Mr. Brunner stopped the story. Mr. Jackson, he said, did you have a comment? My face was totally red. I said, no, sir. Mr. Brunner pointed to one of the pictures on the stela. Perhaps you'll tell us what this picture represents? I looked at the carving and felt a flush of relief because I actually recognized it. That's Kronos eating his kids, right? So once again,
1: that was Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief, written by Rick Riordan and narrated by Jesse Bernstein. You can find that and nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. So, our question of the week for last week was, now that all four zones are on the alpha and previewed, which do you think you'll enjoy more and why? WookieBH says, whichever one has the most awesome cinematics.
0: Lee Wild says, not sure yet. I've been actively avoiding previews and such. I want it to be new and exciting when I get to see it myself, even if I'm the last one to do so. And Frasley says, still saying Revendreth. I don't know why, but I like the vampires a lot. So you're a bloodsucker. Gotcha. Uh, next question is, with all these character customization options being added in Shadowlands, what, what kind of character customization would you like to see come next? Um, I'd like to be able to upload a picture of yourself and have that be interpreted by a tool. To tell you what options you should choose. Oh,
1: I don't know if I'd want that. Uh, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a weird shape for my character.
0: It can also tell you what ra- what race you'd look better as.
1: Yeah, but then it might tell me Horde, and I don't want to go back to Horde.
0: <laughs> it could tell you which race for either faction for, for each faction, or it just defaults to Pandaria, Pan- Pandaren, and you can just be whatever race you want, whatever faction you. want. Uh, for me,
1: uh, along the lines of what Medros was saying earlier, I'd like to see like something like the height and... Uh, th- thick options available to us, like with a slider or whatever. That'd be kind of cool. Obviously within a certain limit, because, you know... You gotta have... There's gonna be some form of limitation there. The, the game's not gonna be able to handle huge disparities like that. I wouldn't think. But in addition to that, especially with uh, uh, some of the options, were some of the options we're seeing right now with hair, like, I've been wondering for a little while, like, why can't we just pick our own hair color, like, off a color picker or whatever?
0: Yeah. So that's what I'd like to see. Probably will would work well for that.
1: Yeah. Let me roll my blue hair as a human. Although, let's be real, I'd never roll a human. Well, no. Unless it was called Tyrion. And
0: I will always prefer human, if I can. But that's just
1: me. So what race is your druid? Nedolph just saying there's a human like race
0: There's a human race there that can be druids. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not a, a race changer. Okay, that's fair. First off, it costs money. Second off, it just seems silly. And it seems weird like I mean, remember, I'm, an, I'm I'm a role player at heart. So, yeah. Like I can't imagine how I'd explain, "Oh, I used to be a night elf and I I lived for like a 1000 years and now I'm a human from Culturists, somehow." <laughs>
1: Well, you just change the name too, and then just start over as another character.
0: That seems like wasting many.
1: Well, no, you get the name change while you're race changing too.
0: Oh, you do. Yeah. Oh. Still, seem weird.
1: Fair. Anyway, color, ch- oh. color, color, color wheel for the hair, please, Blizz.
0: All right. Uh, definitely look forward to hear whatever else has to say. Uh, I am certain we have some really creative people there. Uh, I-, I can think of one person who would like to have a height control on a gnome, to be about six feet tall. Would would he want that though? I mean, maybe not. He's already a giant in real life. Yeah, but then he could be the gnome and be him, and it'd all be good, I think. And
1: like, is a giant gnome just a normal sized human? I don't know. Anyway, like like said, looking forward to hearing everybody else's answers.
0: (laughs) Three foot No, that's just too much. That would just be monstrous and scary. Sorry, card free. Can't do it. You know, you what will be truly scary in giant form—the
1: <clears throat> old druid travel forms, talking the cheetah and the seal. Imagine a gigantic oh one of those. like in, oh God, in, in no. all their low res
0: glory. Like this, this, or or the 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 orca trans the orca um glyph you can do do for for druid travel forms in the water. But the orca—imagine like, that being like whale shark size. Yeah, but at least that model looks good. Oh yeah, the the seal did not look good.
1: No, the seal didn't look good back in the day, and like forget forget now. It still looks terrifying. And and, and the cheetah at that size. Oh no, why haven't they fixed those models? <laughs> I don't know. They they they've they've done so much uh, with updating models and all that other stuff. We got those, like, those new high-res squirrels and gophers and stuff like that. Like, give some love to the druids and their old travel
0: forms. I I just think give love to the druids, period, because there's a lot of things druids need, like, uh, I don't know, like changing up the uh, look of the boomkins, maybe. That'd be nice. Hey, you guys already got your other wild shapes. That's enough. Great. My spec has me in Boomkin almost all the time, so I'd like to look normal.
1: You got that glyph that makes you all starry?
0: That's removing the Boomkin form, not making the Boomkin form look good. That'd be like like Blizzard saying, because you're a warrior, uh, we're going to shrink down your two-handed weapons to be a fifth of their size because you're a warrior that can two-hand two-handed. It's like dual-wheel two-handers.
1: I mean, they already do that for some races. Shrinking down two-handers.
0: Ugh. Okay, but it's not a good look. automatically as you, if you are if you are in that spec, you are your two hander looks like a dagger. How would you feel?
1: I don't feel like that's a valid comparison, but I would. But but for for the sake of argu- for the sake fact. of argument, I will, a... I will I will I will go along with this. Like I would
0: not feel good about that. Exactly, it's a spec based change that. Oh, I mean, protection warriors got lots of stuff. What's what's your problem? That's the argument you're making.
1: I'm not I'm not making that. I'm not I'm not saying a different spec has of stuff. He like he, there's another option for you for the boomkin. <laughs> just not being a boomkin and <laughs> using the star one.
0: Okay. So the a- answer to that is just don't be a warrior. I'm not saying that it's a good one. No like <laughs> okay. Glad we could agree on that. Yeah.
1: So no, yeah, yeah yeah I should have been clear on that. Like I'm not saying that it's a good alternative. Especially if you want to be in the Boomkin form. I'm just saying an alternative exists. But yes, give the Boomkins some love, absolutely. Like. Boomkins and the travel forms.
0: Yes. Anyways, yes. Let's uh let's move along. Uh two our shout-outs. Who is your shout-out to?
1: Um I'm give a shout out to Allie right now. And I like hopefully Hopefully things get better for you. And I'm looking forward to having you back on the show soon
0: indeed indeed uh i am going to echo that uh and my show will also be to uh we we hope things work out and that everything goes ahead as planned uh even with all the stuff that happened today so um, our thoughts are with you and and we hope that your your sanity and your life makes it through this so that said uh since it is an hour and three, three minutes into the sh- in, in, after we hit record, uh, let us do our trip.
1: If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, you can call us at 1785-ATA-WOW5 or 1785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. And if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsazen. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at DungeonFables.com and toasty stream at twitch.tv slash can. You can find the show over on Twitter at AllThingsAZ, Medros is at Medros, Fandeth is at Fandeth, Ali is at Aliandros I'm at ToastyPostyCan, and you can find the network over at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including
0: quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care. Happy hunting. And we'll see you on the other side of... More alpha stuff, of course. Updated boomkins? Probably not. No. That's like Red Paladin is not getting nerfed. Never gonna happen. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network.
2: Copyright 2020.